0: Everybody and welcome to an impromptu episode of HP Critical, which is a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. As you already know, my name is Jarell, and I'm joined by a very special guest um, that I'm super super happy to talk to you today. Uh, for those of you watching, I know that you see Pikachu, um, but it's not Pikachu. It is the wonderful, amazing Christy. Christy, you want to say hi, hi everybody. To everybody? Yes. Um, so I'm super super okay. happy to have Christy here uh, because for anyone who knows HP Critical. Knows that uh christy is a huge fan of both final fantasy and pokemon and today we are going to be talking about uh the pokemon trailer that dropped yesterday was it yesterday
1: uh no the day before no two days ago on a tuesday
0: so the Pokemon trailer that dropped on Tuesday for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and of course the State of Play that just happened yesterday evening, um, which was pretty packed, uh, and we couldn't not talk about it. We couldn't wait. I couldn't wait until next week to talk about it. Um, and I'm so happy I have Christy yes. because I know that she loves a lot of the things that I also love. I um, so I'm very very excited to get right into things. So the first thing that I want to jump into, of course, is the uh, Pokemon trailer. Um, so for anyone who has Mm -hmm. not seen the Pokemon trailer, Um, by the time that you're listening to this, you can actually go to hprecritical.com and you will see that we have uh, the trailer with an article that I wrote um, Mm -hmm. that is titled The Best and Worst of the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Trailer. So if you want to know what um, my specific thoughts were on everything in the trailer, you can totally just go to hbcritical.com. In the meantime, Christy, you saw the trailer, right? Huh?
1: I did. Jarrell has thoughts. A I lot do. Of thoughts about I. The trailer.
0: I have a lot of thoughts about the Pokemon trailer. And I'm so excited to talk about them.
1: Um, you are fine.
0: Yeah. So let's first talk about. Oh my god. Wait. Let me see the cup. Oh my god. I love
1: it. It's Final Fantasy theme. So yes. I had to get a Pikachu and a Moogle. I had to represent. Okay.
0: I love it. Oh my I god. <laughs> I'm wearing my Pikachu shirt but I don't have oh well I do have Shiva from FF14 <laughs> in the corner so I got I got a little bit of both. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, let's first talk about the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet mm-hmm. trailer. We had a ton of new reveals. I, right. I, I don't I don't know if a ton is proper. Uh, but we did have some new reveals. I know we got to mm-hmm. see and if there's anything that I missed, please let me know. I know that we got to see um the starter Pokemon we got yes. to see a little bit of their personalities mm-hmm. uh, this is I think the first time that we've seen them in in action and yes
1: right? I think so too I think we finally got to see a bit of their personality there was like a lot of guesswork beforehand about their personality mm-hmm. I think I'm I think right now I'm between the grass and the fire starter. Oh my at first gosh. I was So at first I was playing just to go with, you know, the water and name <laughs> him Donald because yes. I like Kingdom Hearts. I remember. <laughs> and then after that, I'm like, eh, his personality doesn't, does not mesh with me foy coco has my heart with how much he loved the food food. (laughs) but but the grass starter the kitty how can you not love the grass kitty
0: right oh my gosh so it's so funny that you mentioned that because i have been a Sprigatito um Mm -hmm. uh main since i first saw them exactly oh my god like i need this cat but when i saw the trailer and i saw is it Quaxley? Mm, I, was like, I, like I, I was like I kind of like his vibe. I
1: was like I was like Quaxley's vibe is jor Straight really up is, Drell. Really and I'm like is. oh my goodness.
0: And I really had second thoughts. I was like wait am I am I a Quaxley fan now? Like because at first I was like I'm only going the cat like I don't care about any of uh-huh. this and then I saw him and I saw his little hair flip and I was like oh no I think I need Quaxley now. Like I'm I I I really feel like I need Quaxley in my and I saw
1: that. And I was like, oh, that's Jarrell. Oh,
0: man. I think I might change my starter now. I don't know. I think I might have to change and my starter. And then when they showed
1: Palmy, I know Palmy is like the electric mouse of the region. Mm-hmm. He has my heart. Okay. I love yes. Pikachu. I love a lot of the electric mouse Pokemon. However, Palmy is adorable.
0: Uh, you know, I he's not him. my personal favorite. Um, my personal per- favorite is probably Smaller because like. Uh-huh. You have a perpetually scared Olive that's small. And I love Smoliv too. I was like, oh my god, I love him so much. Um. So yeah, actually, so we got uh we and got Lechonk? Ah uh, yes, yes. We got we got the the animations of the starters, mm-hmm. and then we got to see some new Pokemon, including the ones that we talked about: Palmy, uh, Lechonk, and Smoliv. Mm-hmm. Um. We also got um, confirmation he- that this is going to be the um. First open world Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but you can have up to four players playing multiplayer and exploring the world. And yep. it is also not linear. You can actually mm-hmm. play it in whatever yeah. way that you want. Oh, hold on. Sorry. My dog just <laughs> came in. Hold
1: on. Dog, they're, they're puppers. <laughs>
0: Uh, so yeah, we got uh, confirmation that we are going to have uh, the ability to play multiplayer mm-hmm. and it is not linear and yes. it's open world. So I feel like this mm-hmm. is a lot of what Pokemon players have wanted for, for quite, quite a time. while. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got, uh, char- we got to look at some character customization. There were lots of options, it seems. I love the
1: fact that the, if you choose to be a black character or you choose like the black protagonist player character it's not like a reskin they actually yes. have black hair yes. which I'm like finally yes. Yes. I'm, like, I wanna- I'm like okay I know Pokemon they've been trying and mm-hmm. whatnot and they're much they're a bit more progressive compared to other I guess oh, yeah, Japanese definitely. developers and so seeing them do that at the get-go for mm-hmm. this I'm like oh this is perfect for finally finally
0: Yes, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm going to go into that a little bit more too. Um, uh, but we also got new character models. Um, mm-hmm. We got a look at the professors for each game. Um, we got a, a look at the mm-hmm. brand new UI for the game. Um, yes we got some information on like what it seems like the games are going to be about. Mm -hmm. So like one of them is going to be in the past, which is, I believe uh, Scarlet and then uh, Violet is going to be based on the future. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we, uh, we got, some Pokemon in the overworld it looked like we got like at least the starters following you so we might have some Pokemon Mm -hmm. following you coming back it does
1: look like that um the Pokemon size will be based kind of relative to the character player yeah
0: I I think so I think you're right on that one and then finally we got a release date for February Friday whoa for Friday (laughs) November 19th 2022 Mm -hmm. um what is what month is this June June it's, it's June beginning of June
1: so we have you know less than six less, months yes five and, months
0: and then we'll be in this brand new region so out of exactly. everything that i said let's just talk about the trailer now um I'll, I'll i'll start off actually with the character customization that you uh mentioned a little bit um mm-hmm. so i I'm, I'm a little disappointed not in the character <laughs> customization but in like the way that the characters look specifically because our friend or rival namona i i think her name is something along those lines mm-hmm. She is gorgeous. She, like, is,
1: she looks older than us but
0: that's which what I was like, I'm exactly I'm
1: like, why are we start? It's the reason why I adore black and white mm-hmm. is because you're playing as like a 16 year old mm-hmm. and I feel like with this game, we're playing as a 10-year-old. However, our friend, she looks more like to be like 13, 14.
0: Exactly. So that's actually where I was going with this. Um, mm-hmm. It was a little frustrating to see all of the, you know, the, the, obviously the professors are older. Um, mm-hmm. All the trainer, well, the uh, her, our rival, is obviously older mm-hmm. than us. And then you have like the little kid. And I was like, if only Pokemon <laughs> took us back to um, uh, that, that game where we could be a mm-hmm. little bit older because- mm-hmm. I think that these characters actually look younger than the Sword and Shield characters, in my opinion. They
1: do. Um, they and that's definitely what I liked. do.
0: That's what I liked about Sword and Shield. I was like, okay, well, we look like we're a little bit older. I like that, mm-hmm. you know, the game allows for you to play a little older protagonist, but still be, you know, around that age range. But now it looks like, Everyone else is growing up and we're not. Um.
1: I think what I would like to see in the next Pokemon game is like having them kind of select kind of your age, Mm, like different character models based on your age. I feel like that might be the next step. Yes. But I guess we'll wait and see. I mean, it did take them a while to introduce like different skin tones into the game.
0: That actually would be a brilliant idea. Oh my god, Christy. Like, yes. Like, give us the option to play Pokemon Company.
1: Hire Christy. Please listen to us. Please. Yes. Uh,
0: but yeah, I really think that would actually be a great addition, uh, to just be able to choose your age range. But as far as customization goes, like you said everything. I have actually nothing else to add to that. (laughs) Like it was just so great to see the diversity in the game, Mm -hmm. um, and and to see the new hairstyles for the black characters because Legends Arceus. Um, never mind, I don't want to talk about old Pokemon games. I just want to be excited (laughs) about this new one. Um, So yeah, the character customization was such a standout for me. Um, The the personalities of the starters was such a standout for me. Um, What were some standouts for you, actually? Honestly,
1: I like seeing the Legendary. Mm. I mean, we heard rumors about them, but just seeing them, it made it more real, I think. And then seeing the box art. But what stood out to me was going onto the field and seeing that the Pokemon sizes
0: Mm.
1: they're they're trying to scale the Pokemon size based on your player character which I appreciate because I know like for the longest time that was something that we've wanted to see was how Pokemon would look on the field and Mm -hmm. I know I believe what was it oh in Diamond? No in the Let's Go
0: Mm. you just Mm -hmm, saw mm -hmm. them and
1: whatnot and I'm like okay and it was nice seeing it in Legends of Arceus as well, too. Seeing that, oh, this Pokemon is huge yes. <laughs> compared to the player character. Okie dokie. We're going to avoid that Pokemon. Oh, look at the cute little Eevee. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think the best part um, about this game is that it's kind of like an amalgamation of all the other games, right? Mm-hmm. It's like everything that they've been practicing towards and working on has finally mm-hmm. come together. It's
1: like little baby steps, which, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, would I like to see more? major improvements yes of course, of course however yeah. I appreciate the baby steps with them trying to perfect it make sure it doesn't you know break the game
0: yeah so how but, do you feel about the the oh I'm sorry go ahead
1: oh I was going to say but the only thing is that what I did like about this trailer was that they showed what pokemons will be returning so far mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we had co- we have confirmation that we'll be seeing a larvatar for sure I think it was like Cherubi, right? Is what we saw in the field.
0: I remember seeing a Venonat and yeah. um, a, a Lorantis. Yeah. And um, I don't know, a lot. <laughs> uh, there, there's a lot there of a Pokemon
1: that are returning. And I did appreciate that, where it wasn't like, oh, yeah, these are the Poke. It was like not shoved into your face. I mean, it was kind of was. But it's like yeah. you got a glimpse of kind of seeing them in their like natural habitat, which I appreciate.
0: And the other thing also about that was that we got Pokemon from different um, mm-hmm. different regions as well. Um, we got, so I, I think it's Chudl is the name of the one from Sword and Shield. Um, yes, so, and We got, you know, Vinet from like Gen mm-hmm. One, um, and we got Lorentis from whatever Gen it was. Like, so it I really appreciated that we were able to see Pokemon from different generations. Exactly. Um, so that we know that they're all kind of going to be included in mm-hmm. um, the, the Pokedex this time around so that mm-hmm. was awesome. Is there anything that you personally didn't like from I wasn't
1: UI? a fan of the UI with the battle system. I feel like I felt it was a step back from Sword and Shield and even more so I mean compared to what we have seen from Sword and Shield and then Arceus I feel like it's a step back, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I completely agree.
1: It's too bland, but at the same time, it's like, well, I get it. It's still early. However, I'm like, I kind of wish it was more oomph to it, if that makes any sense.
0: I actually don't even think it's early. We've got six months, less than <laughs> six months. I don't, I don't think it's early. I feel like we're, <laughs> we're like getting what we like they can do it. Doing. Um. Uh, yeah, it was a disappointment for me as well. The UI. Uh I, I prefer the really like sleek minimalist UI of Sword mm-hmm. and Shield. Um and and even uh the UI of Arceus that was like out of the way, super mm-hmm. easy, convenient for players. You just scroll through like everything there was like really well done. This one just is to me, it's actually too too colorful like it's too in your face really yeah I prefer the black and white of sword and shield um because that felt more grown up along Mm -hmm. with like the character models and then this just feels more um childish I guess and like not in a condescending way but this does seem more childish to me like your character is Mm -hmm. grown down and the UI is more colorful it's more like you know vibrant it's very like this is here this is there you got the squares like
1: I feel like because it's a new team with mm. Junichi Matsuda, he's like now go, leaving grain free going to the Pokemon company. I feel like we're going to be seeing a new take on Pokemon with it's going to start with this generation. Yeah. And then it's going to keep evolving. So I'm curious to see if this is like their tester to see. And then only from here, I mean it will only improve.
0: Yeah. Hopefully. Course. Yeah. Well, hopefully, yes. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, <so laughs> what did you think of the starters? I mean I'm not the starters, the, the legendaries. I'm sorry.
1: I like it. I'm actually glad I'm going with Pokemon Violet because I do like the electric. I've always been a fan of electric Pokemon. Okay. So So I like I I'm I like it. I mean, at first the designs grew on me. How's that? Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Especially um,
1: after seeing like all the legendaries throughout the years and whatnot. It's you know, it's grown on me. I'm kind of curious to see what their backs what the lore is, what their backstory will be like. So yeah. It's more like waiting to see.
0: I um I'm going with Scarlet because orange are? is my favorite color. Yes, um, you're not going
1: with Violet to rep HP critical.
0: I am not going with Violet <laughs> to rep HP critical. That's you. You're gonna rep HP critical with Violet, and I'm gonna go with Scarlet. Um, I do hope that um you're able to play with friends no matter what uh, version they get, um, mm-hmm. because that would be just such a bummer. You know, if like you could only play with people who have the same version as you. I'm sure. it feel that like
1: I feel like they'll. Well, I feel like with Sword and Shield, if they're allowing players to play together yeah, it
0: should be in the that
1: overworld, then mm-hmm. I think they should be able to. I would, granted, Nintendo has made some decisions that I know we've <laughs> spoken about multiple yes, times. Yes, We're like, why? Yep. So, I mean, hopefully that both, both versions will be compatible with each other yeah. in the overworld. Hopefully, fingers crossed.
0: I liked the um I like the legendaries. I think they're better than the legendaries in Arceus. I really didn't like them. Um, or rather yeah, wh- wh- the the, the uh, Pal- was it palkia or uh, whichever ones were in Arceus. Oh. I didn't like
1: Oh, oh really?
0: Um, I didn't like them at all. I didn't I didn't like, the like their
1: origin form. It was yeah. so it not was a odd. Fan. I was not a fan.
0: The only thing I didn't like about these legendaries is that um they are Myri- the same. Myri- 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 I think his
1: name
0: is Koridon. Uh, uh, um, yeah, I don't like the jet, the like jets for legs. <laughs> like I really don't like that. Um on the 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 violet. I feel one.
1: like that they're the same, to be honest. There's they're, they're kind of the same care. It's almost like they took one legendary Pokemon design and then just reskinned. for one version I disagree I completely
0: disagree yeah (laughs) really I think they're so different um I think they're so different one is to me more like bird-like and the other one's like a snake and um uh I I think they're so different I said I see it completely differently yeah um, but huh. yeah I, I don't like his I don't like his jets for legs not a fan I, I didn't like that at all that's probably See, the I did not I like, like that
1: but I like the eyes I like yes. it the eyes are like I love its face.
0: Yes. I, yes, I love
1: his face which I'm like you know I'm not a fan of the legs like what you said but I like the eyes I feel like I would have gone with Scarlett if I like the legendary but I don't
0: know Wait, so was that I, your deciding factor? Your deciding factor for Violet was the Legendary?
1: It Well, it was, originally it was to rep HP Critical. And then after that, yes. I was like, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm still going to get both. Okay, I do get both versions. I get the double pack. Okay. Because I'm like, well, I just, you know, want to play. And then after that, whenever I get bored, I can play, you know, restart and play the other one without Fair. losing all my Pokemon. Yeah. But I'm like, but starting out, I'm like, uh, I really like the futuristic look of the legendary more so than, you know, the prehistoric look of the Scarlet's legendary.
0: That's my problem, actually, because I want the futuristic version. Like, I want Violet. However, I like the legendary for Scarlet. Orange is my favorite color. Um, I want the Professor from Violet. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, I just don't, I don't vibe with the... the
1: well, you Violet don't vibe with the jet legendary. Legs.
0: Yeah, I just, I really don't. <laughs> um, so to just wrap this portion up before we move on to the state of play, Um, what was your favorite thing? Like, what are you most anticipating for uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet?
1: You know, honestly, I hope that the Wi-Fi has been like fixed, the server has been fixed, because I know we had issues playing together from time to time with Pokemon Sword and Shield. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that they've learned and you know, they kind of like made improvements because I just want to play with friends. I mean, I don't play a lot of games with friends. I play like a you know, Jarrell. you know, this Jarrell. like yeah. I play a lot of like single player games like Final yeah. Fantasy, JRPGs. And so it's like me trying to play an MMO or with friends is like difficult. Yeah. Just because I'm like, well, I have this game I need to finish. I can play by myself. I don't have to be like, hey, when are you free, Jarrell?
0: Yeah. (laughs) And whatnot.
1: Yeah. I know like Jarell has been telling me multiple times play Final Fantasy 14 I
0: have been and he's like play
1: Final Fantasy 14 it's not not just Jarell; it's like Blake as well to play Final Fantasy 14 it's
0: so good Uh, it's mostly because like it's it's one of the best Final Fantasy storylines honestly like it's amazing I know
1: but I'm like but trying to coordinate with friends and like it's
0: well, like... I don't want to go too much into this, but I will tell you that um, pretty soon you will be able to play the entirety of uh, Final Fantasy 14 single player because they have uh, this online, um, they have these like NPCs that'll take you through dungeons and stuff. So you can actually play the whole game by yourself. Just saying. Um, but yeah, so so uh, t- your your favorite thing um, so far from the announcement was the um, uh, playing together with friends, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And also Pommy, which is like, uh, yes. you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, you're kind of like a fake Pikachu. Yeah. Every
0: but I love you. Kind of fake. It has to have a little mouse Pokemon.
1: But but I Electric. love you. Yes. Yes. I <laughs> love you. Yes. So you are now <laughs> mine. <laughs> so so what were
0: your favorite? I think for sure my favorite is the same as yours. Uh, As soon as I saw that you could explore together with friends Mm -hmm. like in the game and it's not linear and that you guys can go into like one person's game and just like go Mm -hmm. off because we had like the characters you know all meet up wave at each other and then just be like okay bye and like just go and explore. I just you know one of my passions for Pokemon is playing with you guys like Mm -hmm. I it is my it is really what brings me back to Pokemon every time so Mm -hmm. um but it's always been limited right like either we're gonna do battles or like that's pretty much it right because Mm -hmm. like we can walk around like only doing battles but yeah yeah so being able to actually play a Pokemon game with friends and like Mm -hmm. explore with friends it really is just mind-boggling that it took so Mm -hmm. long to get to this point um but it is probably my most anticipated feature like I get to have my own like 10 year old like if I'm a 10 year old I get to have my own (laughs) Pokemon adventure with three of my best friends and like explore the world together like that is Mm -hmm. what Pokemon is about so being able to give players the opportunity to do that Mm -hmm. has just been like I I just want this game so bad like I am so ready to wake up every Saturday morning and like Explore Pokemon and be like Christy. Get online. We're going. Online. Like, we're going. We're going adventuring. <laughs> grab your Pokemon. We're going adventuring all grab day. Grab your Pikachu. Grab your Pikachu. Uh, and and grab your Pommy. And we're just gonna adventure all day and like just run around, do gyms, catch Pokemon, and just have mm-hmm. fun like that. Th- that is literally what I'm anticipating so much. Just waking up on a weekend and like playing with you mm-hmm. and Brandon and Marissa and everyone at H Critical and just like come on guys, like we're going out on a Pokemon. Right. Like I'm so excited. Right. It'll
1: be fun. And yes. just like seeing what people do in yes. that area will be mm-hmm. interesting as well too, because I know every everybody, we play different Pokemon differently. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I'm like, I have my set team. I have to look a certain way. Same. I know jarell has to always look fashionable. <laughs> yes. He has to always have the cutest darn Pokemon on his team. I, yes, yes. It has to be
0: Perfection. <laughs> 100% true
1: like absolutely so it'll be fun to see what everybody does yeah. I know like for Brandon the first thing he does is like for sword and shield was to get like a makeover was to change the outfit and everything
0: yes. Oh and so gosh, it'll be yeah. so much
1: fun just to see what everybody does.
0: And that's going to be the best part, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. not just doing it on your own and telling everyone about it in chat. Mm-hmm. It's like, we can go do it together. Like, yeah. we can all go together and do it. And I think that's mm-hmm. probably going to be, like, the most amazing thing. Uh, and I, I will ask you, I think I already know the answer to this, but I have one last question for you. Um, how are you feeling overall about the designs for the new Pokemon of this, um, this region?
1: You know, they're a lot cuter. They're going more for the cute aspect, which I think that is because of the new team that's, mm-hmm. like, developing the Pokemon game. They're going much more for the cuter aspect, especially, like, Smallif. Smallif is adorable. I love it. I love Smallif. I know for sure it's, like, some of those Pokemon, I'm like, I love you guys so much. Yes. But I don't know if you'll fit in my team. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I, I love they- like I love Snom. Me too, Nov is adorable, but I'm like, how how do you fit into my
0: team? Oh my <laughs> I love you. You gotta I rotate him, it. Christy. You gotta rotate him. I should. <laughs> you I gotta should. rotate. Him. Um, Pikachu. It, it's true. Like you gotta what you gotta do is keep Pikachu and then like rotate one or two out.
1: I guess. I guess. <sighs>
0: I really did like the designs of the Pokemon in Sword and Shield. Like I I I, I mm. loved a lot of them, and. I hope that these Pokemon evolve and stay cute uh, because I agree like as of now like I love for small my favorite thing has been the names of the Pokemon like the lovely puns of the Pokemon like LeChonk like a little pig like a chunky little pig called LeChonk and Smallive a small olive like this is great like this is like the stuff I live for like I would have made them that so I am um Super excited about that, uh, and I just hope they stay super cute. Like I, I enjoyed the, I, I mm. enjoyed what we've seen so far.
1: Same here. I'm
0: really looking forward to. This I game.
1: I do hope we will get more, especially with how the gym battles will work. Oh yeah. Given the fact that the game isn't is not going to be linear, mm-hmm. as they say. So I wonder if it's something like what they showed in like oh what was it Pokemon Origins where um, in the first episode in the first episode where Red he goes to battle Brock and you see oh well Brock ha- he's like he's asking oh how many badges do you have and then like the Pokemon he picks is based off of how many badges the player has.
0: Mm, okay. So I okay. wonder if it's going
1: to be something like that where they're finally implementing it because it's been hinted at multiple times throughout like the anime and the game in a bit
0: so I'm yeah so I'm curious I mean because I, I also was wondering I was just talking to a friend yesterday and I was like it's not linear and then he was just like well I feel like it's like what does that mean for a Pokemon game right like mm. that just does that just mean I'm gonna go to a gym leader and not be able to fight them because I'm not high enough level because if that's the case then that kind of still makes it feel linear right because that means you're gonna go have to like go back level up some Pokemon take on a gym leader you can like actually fight and then Mm. move forward um so yeah I I do wonder how the non-linear aspect is going to work for a Pokemon game specifically especially
1: with the storyline as well too because they have stated that oh well you you're not constrained to the story so I'm like okay well then how what will the storyline be will be like something similar to like kind of like the ode like red and blue where i mean yeah you were kind of constrained based on the story per se but at the same time you weren't mm-hmm. i mean it made it difficult to move on in some areas but for the most part it's like well you can totally not do something i forgot what it was exactly but it's like I think it took me the longest time to figure out oh I had to go to um the pokémon tower or somewhere yeah. to get the scope.
0: Yeah, I I you know I I think some people are very excited about the um ability to have it you know Mm non-linear i personally like linear games (laughs) because i want to know where to go next so i can actually finish the game um because i will put a game down and get lost when i come back so like yes give me linear games um i i am interested to see how it's going to work for a pokemon game so Mm -hmm. yeah we'll 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 see from there we'll see any last comments before we move on to the state of play
1: Pommy is adorable and I'm glad that (laughs) Pikachu, we have confirmation that there will be Pikachu in this region.
0: Yes. I I haven't seen Eevee. There better be Eevee. And you you know know
1: what? Eevee is like the second mascot at this point for Pokemon. Yeah,
0: so he has to be in the game.
1: So he has to be. I mean, if you like follow um, the Pokemon Company Japanese like YouTube account, Eevee is there mm-hmm. quite often. <laughs> yeah. Evie's like their secondary mascot at this point.
0: Love me some Eevee. Um, okay, yeah, uh, I think we can go ahead then and move <laughs> on to the state of play. Mm-hmm.
1: Want to stay up to date with everything on HP Critical? Visit hpcritical.com and sign up for our newsletter. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at HP Critical and on Twitter at critical underscore HP to keep you up to date on our articles, tournaments, events, and more. We also have a Patreon. If you like what we are doing and want to show your support, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash HP Critical or using your free Twitch Prime sub at twitch.tv forward slash HP critical.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. It is now time to move on to the PlayStation state of play for June, 2022. I'm going to first I'll mention everything that was announced.
1: They learned their lesson.
0: (laughs) I'll mention everything that was announced. And then we can just talk about our overall feelings. And then I think we're going to have to dive a little bit into final fantasy 16.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, you saw that I wore, you know, the Final Fantasy 16 t-shirt from Uniqlo to my work that day. I was like, well, might get clowned,
0: you know? <laughs> and you, and, I, and what did I say? I said, you're not going to get clowned. They're going to show it. And what <laughs> did they do? They showed it.
1: You know, it was between that or Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2 because mm-hmm. that has been in development as well, too. So I'm like, might get clowned, but we'll see. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I'll go ahead and just mention everything that was announced and then we'll talk a a little Mm -hmm. bit more about it so first up we had the Resident Evil 4 remake um, and then we got a bunch of PSVR2 stuff. We got Resident yes. Evil Village coming to PSVR2, which um, Gabe is
1: very excited about.
0: I yeah. Um we also got um Street Fighter 6. We mm. got Horizon Call of the Mountain coming to VR. Uh, yes. Horizon Forbidden West got an update for free, mm-hmm. yes uh, during the during the presentation. Yes. We got the Callisto Protocol. We got Stray, the one with the cat, the little like cat that you walk That looks with. very
1: interesting.
0: Yes. We we got Marvel Spider-Man Remastered come in, and Miles Morales coming to PC. Mm-hmm. We got No Man's Sky coming to PSVR 2. We got an indie game called Season, A Letter to the Future. Mm-hmm. Um, we got The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2, which is also for PSVR. Mm-hmm. We got Eternites, which is a dating action game set in an apocalypse. Um, we got the futuristic skater shooter Rollerdrome. Um, we got tunic as well coming to Mm -hmm. playstation and of course uh we rounded things out with final fantasy 16 and um before we dive into specifics let's talk how do you feel they did with the state of play overall
1: you know they did pretty well they kind of learned through Mm kind of like their missteps and i think they kind of figured like what what worked for them, which is like what Nintendo figured out would work for them. You start with your strongest game, you end with also your strongest game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that way it's memorable.
0: Yes, and they did exactly um, that, I agree.
1: When they started off with Resident Evil 4, I mm-hmm. turned to my brother, and then I saw that, I saw it within one second, I was like, that's Resident Evil 4. Yes. <laughs> yes! I saw it as like, that's Resident Evil 4! And he's like, what? What? Really? <laughs> I was like, yep, yep. It's, and then after that they, on the screen, Resident yep. Evil 4, is like, yep. Resident Evil 4. <laughs> Yep. There we go. So I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the game because they said it's going to be reimagined. Um, overall, I like the flow. I think they kind of figured it out compared to previous state of plays. I, previous state of plays, it was like a hit or miss for me personally. Some were better than others. Some were like nope. nope. Yeah. There weren't yeah. any games I liked. Um, I did like that they ended with um, a little a statement from Yoshi P, and yes. then after that, going into Final Fantasy 16. And then Tunic still looks adorable, and I still want to play it,
0: <laughs> yeah. and I still
1: need to find time to play <laughs> so many games.
0: So were but, there any standout games for you?
1: Uh, Tunic is adorable. I do want to play it. Um, a lot of the games in between, I'm like kind of... Eh, mostly because I have so many back, I have so many games in my backlog that I'm like, I don't want to commit to a game and buy it and then it's going to be back in my backlog. It's like, uh, uh. I still have like some PS2 games in my backlog as well too. That I'm like, oh, I need to plug in my PS2 and play them. <laughs> um, I think Resident Evil 4 will be interesting to see what they're doing um capcom has stated that it's a reimagined story of resident evil 4 um but for the most part seeing final fantasy 16 i mean i've been i've been waiting for that game for just some type of news and seeing it finally i'm like okay but then seeing the release date i'm like summer 2023 a
0: year away a year away my
1: friend i was texting my friend i was like And when Yoshi P appeared on the screen, like, Yoshi P, it's time, it's time. And then after that, the next, my immediate next text to her was summer 2023. And she was like, the highs and lows of this text was great. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I've also wanna... been
1: waiting Oh, sorry.
0: No, no, go ahead, go ahead.
1: I was about to say, my friend, she she plays on PC predominantly, and so when I saw that Spider Man was coming out to the PC, I messaged her because she's been wanting to kind of like play some like Spider Man to see because she's heard great things about it. Yeah. So she's she's excited that it's coming out to PC, which I think that's such a great move for Sony to have some of their exclusives be on PC.
0: Yeah, they've been doling them, them out little by little. Um, mm-hmm. So and, and you know, Spider Man has gotten really great reviews um, mm-hmm. constantly since its release. So yeah, definitely. So, um,
1: so what were your thoughts?
0: Um overall I mean I completely you basically said everything I completely agree with you I think they really found their footing um I love that they still did a focus on indie games because um indie games are really uh uh, sometimes you'll find like a diamond that you just really want to play um and tunic is probably mine I could have played it on the xbox but I just haven't uh, touched it yet because of the same reasons like backlog um but I think overall it was a really really good presentation it got me so excited for uh summer games I was just talking on the last podcast about like not being excited for any games Mm -hmm. and like I don't know what to buy I want to go buy a game there's nothing Mm -hmm. to go buy and then I watched this yesterday and I was like oh well now like I'm (laughs) so excited for the gaming of summer right like we Mm -hmm. just did we just talked about Pokemon um so I was already excited for Pokemon Mm -hmm. and then during this presentation um I've never played Resident Evil 4 uh so I'm you haven't not and I've heard Grayson's like it's the best uh you uh, know that's, ever. that's actually
1: the first Resident Evil game I started with mm-hmm. and at the same time I couldn't really play like I still cannot play sur- like survival survival horror games
0: mm-hmm.
1: Resident Evil 4 is like the most I can handle and mm-hmm. every single time that something comes every single time and, and there's like a jump scare I'm like I know that's a jump scare I know that's a jump scare <laughs> I still got <laughs> yeah
0: yeah um, and like yeah. my hand
1: starts to shake too. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I have fond memories of that game. Um, I mean, I had to I phone a friend. I had to phone a friend and then he was so mean to me. He was like, you should shoot the water
0: oh, at the one spot. I okay see so yeah, that means nothing to i like i've never really the, i don't know what that means but everyone i talk to is just like yeah resident evil Four is one of the best resident evils in the mm-hmm. franchise um so i am looking forward to uh resident evil 4 um i i don't really care for vr so I all the vr don't... just
1: the vr just kind of went over me i'm yeah. like
0: not a vr fan so I, I didn't care for any of it i was very intrigued by street fighter 6 i thought it looked great um um so something that i um specifically liked about uh street fighter 6 is chun li's new look um i
1: like her new look i do like that they did go with an, an asian american as her voice yeah, actress I was
0: just getting there yes um i i feel like they made her look more uh Chinese. Which is great, uh, because they kind of um, have like westernized her quite a bit in some of the they, other games. They have. Um, she looks great, so I was I was very excited mm-hmm. to see how she looked. And then I just read, you know, um, that they have a new voice actress voicing her who is um, Asian American. So I was like, okay, great, you guys are moving in the right direction. Yes. Um. The the uh, like just the game just looked really really great. Mm-hmm. Like it just and the physics
1: really it looks good too.
0: Mm-hmm. Like have, I'm like, not really a huge nice- like
1: mm-hmm. com- like um the fighter games. I'm not that great at them. Oh yeah. Me. So I'm like, <laughs> I I'm like, it looks great. I think it's gonna be great. I don't know what everybody else
0: thinks. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I mean same. I, I'm I I play fighting games. I'm not good at fighting games. That doesn't mean I don't mm-hmm. play them. Uh but like just graphic dra- like the graphic fidelity and, and Street mm-hmm. Fighter 6 it just looks really really good the characters look mm-hmm. really good I was very impressed by that
1: does it look like that Um, I guess that you'll be able to explore some areas as well too yeah so that was Which, the other thing is, is that is that a new thing I, I feel like such I feel like such a noob.
0: <laughs> well um, I know that like so I am I am undecided on this honestly because uh, in Street Fighter 5 like you have mm-hmm. Like you know all the street fighters have a story mode so i assume that it's kind of like an open type story mode where you get to like like go around and explore um but it seemed more involved than um what you fighting games usually have because usually they'll just have like a story mode you click on it you go like you fight things you see cut scenes and like that's it yeah Um,
1: that's what i thought so i'm like is this i wasn't sure if it was like a new implementation or if it was like something that it, it happened in previous games and they're just now like kind of improving it but okay so it's like a new addition to like yeah. the street fighter i know
0: some other games have done it i know specifically street fighter 5 did not do it okay um, i know there's some other fighters that have done it um so i can't say definitively that it is a uh, brand new to street fighter um but it just looks really good like in that does, part it i was like nice i would play through this mm-hmm I would play through this, so definitely uh, Street Fighter Six was one of them. Stray, I have wanted to play as a cat for forever. Um, and then it looks so interesting. Yes, but I'm kind of like,
1: what is the story? But
0: it looks so interesting. Not only does it look interesting, it is going to be free for PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium members. I am not an Extra Premium member, um, but if I look towards uh, becoming an Extra Premium member, I was like, okay, that's great. Like, I would totally mm-hmm. play this game for free um yeah. so yeah that i was really excited about the fact that it is going to be free for that subscription service is always awesome um and i think the callisto protocol i don't play scary games but it did look really cool A mm-hmm. turnite also um it
1: looked interesting
0: yeah like like i
1: i wasn't I too sure what i thought about it besides the fact that i'm like it looks interesting
0: you know um I same I think the only reason I was because at first I was like okay cool like anime hack and slash all right cool yeah but then it has like dating elements and I was like oh, it, it... But I do love visual novels where I get to date people <laughs> like I, I don't I, know
1: I was confused for a moment because like is it a visual novel or is it like a yeah. hack and slash because it was like oh yeah like what you said is like oh cool like, anime hack and slash but then like wait a minute huh
0: Yes. Right. I was like, okay, I'm getting some kind of like some, some, you know, persona vibes like a little bit. So I was like, well, maybe I'll give it a chance down the road sometime. Like Mm -hmm. I did find the concept interesting. I do love visual novels. I do love dating Sims. So I was like, I might have to, I might have to date an anime. Like like (laughs) I might have to try uh, a tour night out um, Mm. a little bit, but yeah, those were the standouts for me overall. I thought it was a great way to start summer game fest. I thought it was a great way to start the gaming summer session um Mm -hmm. with playstation giving players exactly what they wanted and like you mentioned starting with a big one ending with a big one and Mm -hmm. yeah and then just going straight into of course what we're about to talk about for the rest of this podcast which is final fantasy 16 um going straight into a game that people have been anticipating and not only going straight into that but then just that like really heartfelt message from it was very
1: heartfelt and It was nice to see that he acknowledged that, yes, people, they do go into the world of gaming to, like, kind of escape, Mm -hmm. like, seeing all these horrible news everywhere just because that's what the current events has been. It's been, like, horrible news after horrible news. And then going on a spiel, yes, the media, they know that people would prefer to hear all these horrible things compared to just hearing all the good. Yeah. So it was nice to see that he acknowledged that we enjoy gaming as kind of an escape and as Um, an entertainment.
0: And especially with, uh, you know, I'm assuming some of the content that is going to be in Final Fantasy 16. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you know, you kind of do have to make these types of statements, um, just so that going forward people do know, like, yeah, we understand what is going on with the world. We understand mm-hmm. that this some of this stuff is also in this video game. However, it is used as a form of entertainment and escape, yes. and like it's, you know, it's an important message. Um, it,
1: it is, and it's nice seeing a developer acknowledge it
0: mm-hmm.
1: in my mm-hmm. opinion I know that Pokemon they did acknowledge it with their um when um their announcement for Scarlet and Violet oh did they I missed it yeah it, it was on Twitter where they kind of acknowledged it saying well we understand what the current events are and so we're going to hold off revealing with the release and whatnot Oh. or like they held back
0: okay okay fair all right um <laughs> and with Final Fantasy 16 so first of all let's talk about the release date first and then we'll go into all the details that I want <laughs> to discuss with you um so you mentioned already it is uh, um summer 2023 mm-hmm. which is a year from now. Um, you talked At a little least. bit about how you feel about it. Um, did you want to go into further detail about how you feel about that release date?
1: I feel like they learned a very hard lesson from Final Fantasy 15, where they had that big spectacle about um, the release date for the game. And then after that, they had to make an announcement saying, hey, we have, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to do this. So we're going to push it back more. Mm-hmm. So I feel like right now, they're giving over a year at least over a year and then just to polish the game yeah which i'm like okay fair i i understand um and and yeah overall, really I'm quickly like,
0: mm-hmm. let me just say a caveat to that is that they did mention that the game can currently be played from start to finish yes. and they're just using this time to polish the polish
1: game. Mm-hmm. it's mostly just to polish the game which i am curious to see I mean, from the trailer, yes, trailers, they're usually used from like old footage of the game and whatnot, so it did look rough from he- here and there. Okay. So I'm curious to see like how the improvements that will be made. And even then with them saying summer 2023, it's easier for, even with the type of work that I do is very similar to kind of like game developers where it's easier for us to say, this is worst case scenario. Yeah. And then after that, be like, "Oh, guess what? We got this in earlier than we anticipated." It's mm-hmm. better to say, "Hey, we're looking at a summer twenty 2020, twenty summer twenty twenty three release date." And then after that, um, later down the line, being like, "Hey, guess what? We we made improvement. Everything is working. It's coming early. Yeah. It's we don't. It's I." I don't know if I want to compare it to um, Nintendo and Xenoblade Chronicles 3 quite yet mm. where how they did the switch between Splatoon 3 and Xenoblade Yeah, because I don't know what the cycle was for it the game and what like, the internal release date is but knowing that it's summer 2023 I'm like okay I'm comfortable with that at least we know a time frame for now it's not yeah. a hard set of release date Um fans say no for sure sorry yeah, you're fine um i feel like that fans they have a set time frame now to look forward to and if anything if you know they feel like the game is polished to a certain point they can always come back and be like hey guess what we feel comfortable releasing the game earlier yeah. and then it'll be like surprise guess what it's ready
0: yeah um for me summer of 2023 the first time I watched the trailer I was like a year oh my god um and then I was like you know what no that's actually fine that Mm -hmm. tracks that gives me an entire year to work on my backlog because I know I'm dropping everything for Mm -hmm. this game um that gives me a year to just put aside you know (laughs) however much money I want to spend on possibly a collector's edition if I go that route um that also gives them a year to actually do some Mm -hmm. You know decent marketing and advertising push for Final Fantasy 16 because we saw like one trailer and then heard nothing. And you know, die hard Final Fantasy fans have been really on the where's the trailer, where's the game. Uh, mm-hmm. but now this gives Square you know mm-hmm. the next year to really just show off um bits and pieces, show us what we're getting into with this game, um, mm-hmm. uh, get the proper marketing, advertising, uh, and advertising done for this game, and then um, just give it to players in the middle of summer next year when they're ready to go middle summer Mm -hmm. game fest like I think um a year out is actually really great because uh if it would have been more than a year I think it wouldn't have been okay because uh we uh, at that point we would have heard about the game so long ago that fans would have been waiting I think too long to get I
1: feel like that was an issue Square has always had yeah was announcing games too early yes to please so, their investors and then after that being like huh guess what huh, things exactly, happen guys
0: exactly exactly sorry and that's why I think waiting until the game was completely playable from start to finish mm-hmm. and then releasing it a year before its release I think that was actually a really really great idea. I think right. it went down really excuse me really really well. I know some fans like I, I like I mentioned in the beginning I was like oh a year but then I thought about it, I was like this is pretty good. Like, I, I yeah. think that um, it's a it's a great, because uh, most games are announced, like, a year before they come out mm-hmm. um, most of the time, so I thought that was really, 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 really
1: good. Yeah, it gives them a lot of time, and then if anything happens, like, internally, they have time to fix. They're not, like, panicking, saying, oh, no, we have to, I mean, of course, they're, like, still panicking that yeah. there's deadlines, but it's being like, okay, we have a time frame, um, so, I mean, because mostly summer, you can go from, like, what, June until, like, end of August?
0: Yep, you really can, yes. You have that that open window. Um, so you've seen the trailer, Christy. What were your initial impressions?
1: <laughs> I love it. The music okay. is great. Um, this, I like seeing the confirmation that it's going to be the same composer from Final Fantasy XIV. I had a feeling I had a feeling from the very first trailer I was like I think it's the same composer I'm pretty sure because like with Square because if you follow Square Enix games and Final Fantasy the series you know that well certain directors they have their favorite composers and yep. whatnot yeah yeah so I'm like I'm pretty sure it's going to be with that composer and then it was so nice seeing confirmation like yes well, I so totally knew it.
0: Do you do you wanna talk so I was gonna talk about the development oh. staff after we talked about our initial okay. impressions, but do you wanna talk about that first?
1: Uh it's totally up to you.
0: I mean, uh, you, you already started. It's, it's so, totally I mean, I'm can sorry, we can
1: totally we can keep going. Okay, great. And and I, just like and just like keep like sputtering it throughout because i i i i like seeing the confirmation that you know we're getting the character designer from like tactics because yes. i'm like i knew it
0: i yes. knew it that's why i was like yo if you, let's you know let's just talk about the development style really quick, like, since we're here because i also want to talk about this um <laughs> so uh thank you for sending this to me by the way uh because guys christy is the best like i was busy yesterday and she sent me all the information for uh 16 so Cause, like, shout out to Christy, because she's freaking awesome. Because I love, 16. Um, I love Final Fantasy. Okay. Say, I, I was so sad that I didn't buy the shirt for 16 yesterday. I was like, mm, I should have bought know, this shirt. You know,
1: Brandon and I, when we were at Disney Springs and Unique Uniqlo, we were like, does Jarrell? Brandon was like, I think Jarrell got 16. I did and I was not. Like, oh and then I, I was like, I think Jarrell Jor- <laughs> Jor- got 16 as well, too, because it was right there. We, oh, we no. saw, like, right there in a small. And we're like... Dang, I I could
0: have gotten it. I think.
1: And we were like... Uh, we think Jarell got it. We could have sworn Jarell said he got it.
0: I did not, and I regretted it. When I saw you guys wearing your shirts, I was like, dang it, I should have gotten it. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, oh my gosh, I should have gotten it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so let's talk about the uh, development staff. We have Naoki Yoshida as the producer, who is, of course, the producer for Final Fantasy um, 14 mm-hmm. online, the director, excuse me, um, he's also done Dragon Quest 10. And then we have uh, Hiroshi Takai as the main director, who has done mm-hmm. Final Fantasy V, Saga Frontier and The Last Remnant. Um, I've heard really good things about Saga Frontier. I have to play it so I'll come back and talk I've about it. I've heard great things about you.
1: I heard Mix about The Last Remnant I,
0: but I can, I've heard
1: great things about Saga Frontier Yeah, and I've heard some decent things about Final Fantasy V as well too so so far what the trailer has seen what we have seen I like what I've mm-hmm, seen um, mm-hmm. story wise we didn't really we got a little bit here and there But so far, I like what I'm seeing.
0: And then we have the creative director and original screenplay, um, uh, Kazutoyo My Hero, uh, from Final Fantasy XIV Online, Final Fantasy XII, and The Last Remnant. And for anyone who has uh, not played Final Fantasy XII yet or wants to replay Final Fantasy XII yet, this is our Our quick plug for JRPG Club, Club. which we are playing through Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age. Um, And I mean... First of all, I am a huge uh, Final Fantasy 14 fan. Like I've mentioned, it's one of the best Final Fantasy stories. I also really love Final Fantasy 12 so far. Uh, it is up there as one of the best stories to me, just like the world building, mm-hmm. the creative direction there is just really, really awesome. So just seeing this already, <laughs> just those three already has me mm-hmm. like. Super hype, expectations super high. Um, we also have the localization director Koji Fox and Michael Christopher, uh, also from Final Fantasy XIV, Final Fantasy XI, and Final Fantasy 7 Dirge of Cerberus. And then we have the art director Hiroshi Minagawa, uh, also from Final Fantasy XIV, Final Fantasy 12 and Final Fantasy Tactics. And Like you, Christy, I knew immediately when I saw the artwork. I knew immediately when I saw the artwork where this was from. Um, And, you know, that's some amazing artwork there. So I am not surprised um, that the the art direction for this game and where it's going. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have the combat director, Ryota Suzuki. who has done Devil May Cry 5, Dragon's Dogma, and Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Which
1: you can totally see in the combat. Yes. I actually, my cousin got me into the the Devil May Cry series, and so it is like one of my guilty pleasures to play (laughs) that game, even though I am outright horrible. (laughs) But you can totally see where the inspiration came from.
0: And also, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, is um aside from Marvel vs Capcom Three is widely considered one of the best in the series um and uh, people love the heck out of that game for mm-hmm. a reason um mm-hmm. same thing with i i really i've like never played i
1: really
0: I haven't really liked it
1: really yeah I haven't played it my cousin one of my other cousin she adores that game she's like it's, it's so great, good. I yeah. love it um but yeah,
0: yeah. It's I, so I mean, good.
1: I am very curious about the combat. It looks very interesting. I know some people they have said online is very flashy, but I feel like, is it really much that? Is it really more flashier than like Final Fantasy VII remake?
0: Oh, so I'm gonna talk about that. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about how I feel about the combat in a second. We also oh no, have the, is that a good um, thing or bad thing? It's a mixed bag. <laughs> <laughs> we also have the character design by. Kazuya Takahashi from Final Fantasy XIV, Final Fantasy XI, and Final Fantasy X, which is also very apparent. And then finally, we have Masayoshi Soken as the composer who, um, for anyone who plays Final Fantasy XIV, knows how much I love the music in XIV. It is one of the best, like when people ask me which Final Fantasy has the best music, I always say 14. Really? Mostly, yes. Mostly because 14 has a lot of music from the other Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a cheat answer because uh, it it includes a lot of other Final Fantasy games. Uh, but the, some of the remixes and remakes that he mm-hmm. does with those, with the music, is just astounding and just the original soundtrack for for 14 like I can give you five songs off the top of my head that are just so amazing directly straight from 14 like Sokin is wonderful um anyone who has been following Final Fantasy 14 knows just how much the community loves him and his Mm -hmm. music and just like even like this man This man was working in his hospital bed with cancer on Final Fantasy XIV music. Like, and he did not stop. And, like, the fans did this wonderful, like choral arrangement for him um which like and he talks just so much about how like the fans helped him Mm -hmm. get through that time and so to see him continuing working on the music for Final Fantasy is just such a such a heartfelt Mm -hmm. thing like it's so wonderful like and just so much of the Final Fantasy 14 team is working on this game that I know that the story is in good hands I know that the the art direction and uh, everything else going forward is going to be in good hands so that Mm -hmm. does excite me now <laughs> my initial impression's not gonna lie I saw it and the first thing I said was I need to see more um I was not as hyped until I watched it like three times like after the third really? time I was like, all right I'm super hyped yes uh, really? the first yeah yeah, really and I think it's just because um I think it's just because it is to me, I don't want to say something that I've already seen before, but Mm -hmm. it kind of feels like something I've already seen before. Like it seems like a very safe. Final Fantasy if that makes sense like I think that we have games like Final Fantasy 7 Final Fantasy 9 Final Fantasy 10 Final Fantasy 12 specifically Final Fantasy 12 um Final Fantasy and 13 that mm-hmm. really push the envelope for what a Final Fantasy game is and really just and even 10 2 like they always really change what Final Fantasy is um and, and, and even going from you know 13 to um 15 like 15 mm-hmm. was the first of its kind um I feel like 16 is less of a progression of like the Final Fantasy name and more of kind of whatever. I I, like I really got Final Fantasy 14 and Final Fantasy 12 vibes from the trailer which is not a bad thing Mm -hmm. Uh, but it wasn't like fresh and new to me I
1: felt like it's more of a homage
0: yes to Final Fantasy
1: there were there was one moment in the trailer when the moment that I saw like Jill and Clive talking to each other I'm like that reminded me specifically of the scene with Quistis and Squall talking oh, to okay. each other in, at the garden. I was like, oh, okay, I see it now.
0: Yeah, and we just had Stranger Paradise, which is also like a an homage to a bunch of different uh, Final yeah. Fantasy. So yeah, I, I mean, it is the 35th anniversary. So like what better way to pay homage to the series than to do scenes like that in 16? Mm-hmm.
1: So I wonder if 16 is supposed to be kind of like the homage game to celebrate the anniversary and whatnot.
0: Possibly. Um, and, and when I say that, I, I didn't hate it. Like, <laughs> I really liked it. Like, I did like it. Girl just sounds I, like a hater right I, now. I, I, yes, which happens I, yes,
1: quite often. Quite
0: often, yes. I really did like it. I was just, um, I, 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 I don't know. I was just hoping for more, I guess, expecting more. But I really liked it. Now, by the third I, time I watched it, I was super excited.
1: I feel like they're playing it safe because there were some scenes we've already have seen and they didn't really disclose too much it was just enough where we're like okay we know what the empire is doing yeah and whatnot um it's it felt like more like a trailer to be like hey remember the first trailer and it's like more like a continuation of that in a sense yeah rather than some than like I guess, a re revealed I mean, it technically it was like a re-reveal trailer, but it wasn't something where they had a lot of new information,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I guess, per se.
0: And the other thing, too, that I guess I was kind of hoping for and waiting on, which I didn't get, which I know I'm gonna get some flack for because I always get flack for when I say things like this. Uh, there have been 16 Final Fantasy games and I'm still waiting for a black main character, or at least more black people in your party, it is very sad to. That like, was
1: my biggest problem. I wish that there was more diversity from. What,
0: uh, yeah, I was what, hoping. I mean, like, we were
1: seeing the same character, a lot of the same character.
0: <sighs> that's. I, I feel think like that's it really wasn't why. as
1: diverse. Yeah, we saw diverse body types, mm-hmm. but skin color, and whatnot. It was just almost the same it was like small variations here and there
0: which I mean yeah I, I like you know I, I love 12 right I like I love um I love 10 I love 12 I love uh, so many I love I a lot of Final Fantasy games mm-hmm. um but I'm just like dang there's been 16 Final Fantasy games it's the 35th anniversary and I could probably name on one hand <laughs> the Black characters in the series um I, I, yeah, like that. That's
1: exactly. And and
0: and like that are actual party members. And that's mm-hmm. literally Saz, um, Barrett, and Fran. Mm-hmm. Like uh, maybe I'm missing one. Um there's
1: Saz, Fran, Barrett.
0: Um Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm just like, dang, uh, you know, um, I think that's probably why I wasn't as excited. Cause and that should that just goes back to my like it all feels kind of the same-ish. Like it really feels like I've seen this before. However, I'm still very excited for the game and it still looks really, really great. That that was probably just like I was just like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's just it, like it's not diverse again. And that's okay. As
1: much as I like Final Fantasy, I wish that it was more diverse, which is the reason why as much flack as the pokemon company gets along with game freak at least with the pokemon games you see di- you you see more diversity within yeah. the games especially yeah. with later generations yeah which i appreciate
0: and then i talked about i always talk about how i was so proud and happy to play final fantasy 7 remake because it was mm-hmm. so diverse right like it had um it had like I think, like, every ethnicity and race that I could think of was represented mm-hmm. in, like, all types of PSU were represented in N7 Remake. Um, and just to, like, go, I guess, to me, it kind of feels like going It, it felt like a
1: step backward yes. in the diversity, especially exactly. when the world has completely changed.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. Um, and so that's why I was kind of like... Mm. Uh, i wish i wish uh and it's 35 years like the 35th anniversary so you know and and that that doesn't you know that doesn't diminish how excited i'm going to be about the game Mm -hmm. you know i still love final fantasy i still think they Mm -hmm. are amazing storytellers at square enix it's Um, just
1: that the world has evolved exactly and i feel like that game developers they should evolve as well too and I know that people, they get upset with Game Freak for other things. However, they're doing such an amazing job with di- with diversity. They're evolving. Yeah. They're like doing it slowly, but surely.
0: Yes. It's and I, like,
1: unlike some of these other developed Japanese developers who are stuck in the same mindset of having one diversity and that is it in their games, yeah. which is, it does get frustrating to yeah. see.
0: Especially if it's one of your favorite genres. Like, I love JRPGs. Um, and even even Final Fantasy fourteen has some Black characters. And I specifically did say Black characters because I don't want to buy a comment from me when they hear this. Yes, I specifically said Black characters because I... um, Because there are other POC in um in Final Fantasy games. Like, yes, you, you uh, Asians them. are minorities and we have a ton of Asian characters in, in Final Fantasy games, as we should. Like, every you, minority you see should a be lot represented.
1: Of, you see a lot of them in JRPGs. Yes. However, it's like even in western games you rarely see black characters which gets frustrating because you're like come on
0: yeah yeah come on yeah but I'm gonna still play it (laughs) 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 of course I'm gonna still play it um and and there was some after I like watched it a few times I was just like Oh shit! This game's gonna be good. <laughs> Excuse mm-hmm. my language. But like, oh, watch,
1: shit. watch we we talk about diversity, and now that we have spoken to the ether,
0: the no, next trailer I will show. I, I hope. I hope that the next trailer. I'm good. hoping I, you too. Know what, actually, Do I so I don't know that there's a traditional party or like a party no. system in this game. It I looks like we're just it. playing as Clive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which will be interesting. Yeah and I mean probably the the most oh my gosh moment was for me was just seeing the uh, the summons which are called icons in this game mm-hmm. seeing the icons fighting each other like I, it was indescribable, like the, you know, the song that they sing when they sing all the names of the summons, I was uh, like, I still oh get my chills. God, And I love the so fact
1: good. he added the main Final Fantasy theme into it. Yes, you heard that, it and leading oh up and I was God, like, this yes. is so great. I yes. love it. I want more. This Please give me more.
0: Yes, 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 yes. The, that, I told you the first thing I said after that was like, I need more. But <laughs> literally, my first three words after watching the trailer was "I need more." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the that was probably my favorite thing to see <laughs> was the uh, the icons just fighting each other. I like that
1: it looks like we'll be in control of the icon.
0: Yes, so which
1: that has been something that I would have loved for. The longest time ever is to have kind of like these kaiju fights in a yes, fantasy game yes Just because it's like you you see it throughout the series and mm-hmm. seeing it finally realized in 16 i'm just like this is gonna be so exciting yes. i love it
0: and and also that trailer did give us you know a lot of information i watched it mm-hmm. a few times and uh you know we see the Actual characters who are the chosen ones that embody mm. those their dominant those icons. Yes, mm-hmm. the, we get to see those dominance, and um, it is so cool to like see this person that is going to become Titan or see this person that is going to become Garuda. Um, you, you
1: see, like physical features of that them they embody in the, yes. in the thing, and I yes. really, really enjoy that. And I love the fact that we saw the dominant for Garuda in the first trailer but we never knew her name and now we're like oh so she has a greater role
0: yes um i'm really getting you know um i'm really getting uh what is that game that just came out (laughs) um Um, the 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 oh god what is that mm -hmm. game that just came out um for switch um with the different houses a um, uh, fire emblem
1: three houses
0: three no, hopes. No, um, uh, yeah, that's the only I can. The H two D game.
1: Oh, triangle strategy. Thank
0: you. Yes, I'm getting real. wish like, I had issues with guides. that.
1: I have issues with that game, but that's a different story. I still
0: haven't played it yet. Um, but I was getting very triangle strategy storyline vibes from this, like, you know, the houses fighting one another, but, like, the, the dominance embodying the icons to... I
1: feel like is a very much of... It's going back to some of, like, the tactics yes. story, because I
0: yeah.
1: I keep hearing great things about tactics. I do know it's, like, something about the houses and what whatnot. I know like the bare bones so if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> I really want to play it. I have it downloaded it on my PS Vita. I need to play it. Mm. But it's, I'm getting a lot of like mixed it's, I feel like the story's gonna be mixed between like tactics and 12 especially mm. with them saying about the empire and yeah. especially at the end where I guess the ruler for the empire he's like well houses can be burned we'll just rebuild it and the empire will continue to thrive and, and you're so- like uh excuse me what
0: but see also I think you you're actually nailing <laughs> what I was talking about earlier which is why I was like it kind of feels samey to me because it does feel like something I've already played before. Obviously, I don't know, because I haven't played through the game, but like all of these reasons are making me feel like, okay, this seems like some something I've experienced before. It's, and
1: I feel like that's the reason why I feel like it's more like a homage game mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. series. I feel like 17 might be the one where they push the boundaries a little bit. However, I feel like 16 is doing that in its own way by not having like a party. Yeah. You just have Clive. You're just playing as Clive. I mean, of course, like, this might be the only footage that we see because they yeah. want us to see it. But with how it looks like now, we're just playing as Clive. We're able to, like, shift through the abil- um, the icon's ability with Clive. So I, yes. I don't know. It, oh my God. It's so let's interesting talk about to that.
0: See. Let's talk about that because I, that was something that I was paying attention to um, just the combat and then being able to see Clive doing uh, abilities mm-hmm. from the different icons um, mm-hmm. in battle. Uh, what did you think about the battle system?
1: I, so I'm, I don't know how I feel about the HP bar being so bit large. I, I don't know about that yet. Um, I think it. I feel like it's like. Um, I felt like it was very much heavily influenced. Hold on, let me backtrack <laughs> for a moment. I feel like that they saw the reception to Final Fantasy VII remake, and I felt like they brought the combat director from you know, Capcom from Devil May Cry, Dragon's Dogma, and Marvel vs. Capcom 2 into the series so that he can kind of enhance that. Mm. Because if you kind of... I have practically have seen the trailer almost like 30 times by now. <laughs> but during the combat, it's like Well, you're able to kind of shift through the different attacks of each Mm -hmm. icon, Mm -hmm. and on top of that, I think there's another button that you press where you're able to do like elemental abilities as well, too. Mm. So I'm curious to see how it all plays out. I'm very curious to see how magic works in this game. Um at first when I saw like the UI for the combat, I was like, eh, this looks <laughs> kind of like more mobile gamey. Mm-hmm. But then now that I've been watching, kind of like paying attention, I'm like, you know, I actually, I actually kind of like it. Okay, It's not bad. I'm just curious to see like how you can access the potions, how you can access like your magic. Um
0: well, on the bottom left hand, the potions are accessed by directional buttons. I think it's the right directional button.
1: Okay. Yeah, I did see that too. So I wonder. So I'm kind of curious to see. I am to be honest, I kind of hope there's a demo.
0: Oh god, yes, please
1: like I kind of want to feel it out to be honest because it looks interesting like it took me the longest time to get through the combat for stranger of paradise Mm, and so it might be the same for this game as well too
0: yeah um uh, yeah uh (laughs) you know I wrote an article like maybe last year or the year before and I was talking about how like it's the end of turn-based games for Final Fantasy, um, and like, and I, it was it was alluding to the fact that like the new turn-based is what Final Fantasy VII remake is, um, which is like a hybrid of active mm-hmm. battling, and then you also have like your ATB gauge that allows you to do certain things, and then you go through and like scroll and click for your for your um uh, turn-based section and I really really love Final Fantasy 7 Remake and I think they did a great job with mending and meshing those two Mm -hmm. to still feel kind of like turn-based and you even have Mm -hmm. the turn-based version even though it's not like really turn-based but like you get to go through and select it um and the game allows you to play like that um I think those options were great and I think that 16 is like basically proof that we're moving forward (laughs) I don't think we're gonna go back
1: yeah and they saw Final Fantasy 15. I said, how do we improve this even more yeah. and also implements things that people like from Final Fantasy Seven Remake into this
0: game? Yeah, and um, I don't and know, I know how I feel about that.
1: <laughs> really? I think, I, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there was a lot of hope that with Persona 5 doing so well, that may be turn-based and along with like Bravely Default.
0: Yeah.
1: However, I think... (sighs) I feel like with how it currently is, especially with kind of the populace or like the majority of like, or the general audience per se, I feel like... I think Square they don't want to stick with turn based, mostly because yeah. it's turn based takes time. It's it makes it draws the game out longer than what I guess the general audience would prefer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which I mean I like turn based game. However, for me, trying to play turn based on like my PS5 is much harder for me than playing it on my Switch. Okay. Okay, so um, I, I feel like I just broke Darrell's heart as much as is
0: here. No, 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 you didn't. Um, I think uh, like me personally, I think turn based is uh easier than action games. It, it is just because like you can get the entire story, and it's not necessarily based on like your skill um Mm -hmm. like you get the time to think about how to solve the problem as Mm -hmm. opposed to like if you're just not good at playing the game then you're just not gonna like the game Mm -hmm. like you're not gonna be able to do it and um that's why I like turn-based because it gives you the opportunity to do things that you not might not necessarily be able to do based on your specific skill level Mm -hmm. um but no, the combat looks good. Uh, yeah. Like I, I'm not complaining. Like it looks good. I just hope it's not too hard for me. <laughs> like that's it. Uh, but it looks good. I, you know, I'm used mm-hmm. to playing Kingdom Hearts. I, you know, uh, I'm I'm okay with this type of combat. It looks I really, feel really like good.
1: with them having the director from DMC five, the combat for DMC five it wasn't as hard as people were led to believe. Okay. So I feel like they're in good hands with the combat.
0: And um as far as like the ui i didn't like it um i maybe i'll grow to i don't hate it either like i'm mm-hmm. just indifferent like i'm literally like, indifferent about so it
1: so that was me the first time that i like the first several times i i watched i'm like eh, i'm kind of indifferent and then after that like i as i watch more of it i like kind of start to pay attention of like i kind you know what i i can okay i i can get
0: it i think what makes me so indifferent about it is the first of all the damage numbers are huge like the actual like the actual number is like so big i can't read it 1 2 um the 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 number on the screen is also really big like there's a lot of stuff that is going on in combat which i'm used to because if you play final fantasy 14 you know there's like literally special effects for like everything it like there are points oh, really? where i literally yeah there are literally points where i don't even know what's happening like there's so much like special effects going on from everybody casting oh, their spells no. i'm like all right, whatever i like I don't know what's going on but just keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing um so I'm used to it uh so like I when I saw that I was like wow yeah that's a lot of stuff going on on the screen like it like the the health bars are huge and they're at the top and then you've got like every time you hit you've got like numbers floating I, I don't personally like floating numbers in combat like uh, I it, it can uh, it, as long as it blends in i don't mind it but mm-hmm. these were like bright yellow numbers that were like in your face and i was like "Ooh, i don't know how i feel about those um uh, okay I,
1: yeah i did not like those i figured well i guess they are ui i had yeah for some reason I in helped. my head i did not equate those as being like ui
0: i mean I, yeah because they're yeah yeah they would be yeah i think they
1: yeah but yeah, now that thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, they, they would be. But yeah, I did not like those floating numbers. It was too much.
0: Yeah, I just think there's a lot going on. Um, but it looks good. So I'm not even mad. Like, I was like, <laughs> I don't care. It looks amazing. Like, I can't wait to get this on a nice TV and see just how beautiful it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just icon fights. Like, I am so excited to. I
1: this. honestly seeing Garuda, like, slice off. Efrit's arm. I was like, Did they really do that? Did they really do that?
0: I think the coolest part is like having grown up with these summons, you never get to really see them do this like exactly um, It's never been like like sure." like you know sure f of 10 like you fight the summons and then you gain them and like Mm -hmm. you can have them fight each other but it's never been on this type of like scale because usually we're just summoning them to help us so Mm -hmm. it's really cool to like take control of shiva and like diamond dust titan like that is or or beat bahamut and like mega flare garuda Mm -hmm. like that is so freaking cool! I think mm-hmm. that's probably what I'm most excited about about this game is most mostly that. Um, right. And I know we talked a little bit about the the rating of the game. And, so uh,
1: I, it was really funny because I was watching. I was like, I think it's gonna be M rated, and then when I checked on like the official Final Fantasy YouTube channel it's at the very beginning it says likely m and i'm like mm-hmm. oh so i mean this will be like i think i believe correct me if i'm wrong this is gonna be the third final fantasy game that's m rated because first we had type zero then we had stranger paradise and now this will be the third one
0: oh my god stranger paradise is rated m
1: i think so is
0: it i don't know <laughs> i have to take your word for it i have no idea
1: actually let me double check i I could have sworn it's rated M.
0: I mean, you might be right. I Like, I, I have no idea. I'm, I'm I'm, going with what you said. You're probably right. Um, I just didn't know it was rated M.
1: Mm-hmm. Let me double check really quickly. That's,
0: kinda, that's so funny. Like, why it is. Yeah, M for, M17+. plus. Yeah, blood and gore, strong language, suggestive themes, violence. Oh, okay. I just, like, I played a little bit of it and I did not think it was really? gonna be rated M. Yeah, you're right. Wow. Uh, type 0 Aha! makes sense. Um, type 0 makes sense, but I did not know Stranger of Paradise was ready to oh. Well,
1: Type 0, it was mostly because of the upskirting. Mm, okay. Have you played Type 0?
0: I did not finish it. I just assumed it was because of the content because I like I played it, it and it I was, was like, oh, this it is kind of dark. Con-
1: it was a <laughs> lot of the to- context, but however, like, what pushed it through was you know, the upskirting. Which
0: mm, you're like, okay,
1: that was unnecessary, but okie dokie then
0: oh um yeah icons uh just icon battles is probably my favorite thing uh the rated the the m rating not surprised i just think with the type of content it is Mm -hmm. yeah it makes sense
1: i i do like that i think they're going to test to see how well a rated m final fantasy will do Mm. because i think for the most part square they try to keep like um, the mainline final fantasies to be like T rated yeah. so that way more people can play it but with them doing an M rating I'm curious to see if this is like their test
0: I say. think yeah I think it is and I think that Screenix has so much money that they can make a test now like this is okay like they will be fine if it sells um moderately they'll still be okay so I think yeah now is the time to test it out mm-hmm. plus they have you know Seven remake part two in the back anyway
1: and they also have kingdom hearts four mm-hmm. in the offing whenever remake mm-hmm. part two is released
0: yep and then all their revenue from final fantasy 14 like yeah they're, they're good so I, mm-hmm. I feel like yeah it is an experiment and, I, and i'm okay with m ratings i think um because it does allow you to do more mature things with video games um especially for the demographic that this game is for so mm-hmm.
1: and even huh. then i like that this game the demographic is a bit more for their older fan bases mm-hmm, or for their mm-hmm. older fans Um, I think it will be kind of a breath of a fresh air to be honest to see what kind of type of like topics they tackle in this game
0: yeah I was actually uh, I was just talking to um, a friend of mine yesterday after watching the trailer again and um, I was just discussing um uh the hold on <sighs> yeah I was I was looking it up um yeah I was just discussing the artwork by uh Yoshitaka Amano on the front of um 16 and I was discuss- we were talking about how you know it shows um the the artwork that he does always shows usually like pivotal characters and moments from that Final Fantasy game and usually like it makes sense after you play the game mm-hmm. and um just this one, just seeing, seeing the summons there, um, and specifically, I think it's Ifrit and uh, Bahamut? No. Ifrit no, and- Ifrit and Phoenix. Fe- thank you, thank you, Phoenix. Uh, why did I say Bahamut? Yes. Um, it's Ifrit and Phoenix, and um, we know who Phoenix is. We know who Phoenix
1: is. And we have
0: a big hint at who Ifrit is. So the um, funny
1: thing is that at the end of the trailer, you see another if- Ifrit.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah yes so, so that's so, what i was so there's like oh. two, and oh. you're like excuse me what <laughs> yes yes um so so i'm really liking the intrigue um that we're like we're getting so i think the trailer was just really really good i think mm-hmm. the game is um it's I, I i'm very excited i have like i have a few complaints but i have a few complaints for everything i'm very excited <laughs> Um, is there any any last things you want to say about Final Fantasy 16 um, before we wrap up?
1: I saw like apparently um, when Jill and Clive they were talking. Did you notice that there's like a red moon?
0: I did not. Oh my gosh, let me rewatch. I did not notice.
1: <laughs> there's a red moon in there, and apparently it's like something with Final Fantasy 14. So it's something related to Final Fantasy 14. So people who've played Final Fantasy 14, they've been like spazzing about it. I was like, I don't know what's going on.
0: I have been spazzing about 14 since I saw this trailer for 16 um, yeah like I have lots of I hadn't seen the moon but I have lots of like there are specific voice lines um, and and lines of text that are said in the trailer that harken back to Final Fantasy 14 that I won't spoil for anyone who plans on playing 14 um, also, The voiceover actor is the same voiceover actor from uh, who is a very prominent character from Final Fantasy XIV that does some stuff. And I love how Jarell's
1: like alluding to this because I I still haven't played fourteen and I need to, and he doesn't want to spoil it for me. Yeah, I don't want to spoil you
0: or anyone who's listening. But like, just i think you know as a homage like if it is a homage to final fantasy and the 35th anniversary et cetera, and everything that we said before um the, the touches of final fantasy 14 are 100 percent in 16 like you can see very clearly for anyone who's played 14 the influence um there from uh, final fantasy 14 in this new title so I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and re-watch the trailer again now and discuss discuss the red moon with some friends like whoa
1: yeah there's like the red moon in the background when jill and clive they're talking about it talking about like how um is like potentially will there be a war and whatnot and then somebody pointed out it, and then i was like oh i did notice something and then i rewatched it again i was like wait a minute it's there
0: Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna go watch it now. Um, uh, yeah, I think I, I think we're pretty good because we're we're running on a little. I think our time is up.
1: Sorry. No, 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 no. Sorry.
0: It's not, don't apologize. I,
1: I think the one thing I would like to see, and I've seen some speculation about, is that Jill is Shiva's dominant.
0: Oh yeah, I thought that too. Um, I think, and we I'm had, curious. I think like a year ago or something when we had first seen the trailer we were talking about this because they had posted the like the regions mm-hmm. and she was from the cold region yeah um and they had mentioned something about it but they like redacted some information but it mm-hmm. was kind of like leaked somewhere I think on one of the translated sites mm-hmm. um but I've forgotten that information because I forget things all the time uh <laughs> but I'm pretty sure what we had mentioned was that Jill was Shiva's dominant um or at least that was the speculation so I can 100% see it mm-hmm. it would make total sense um um oh gosh we i can't wait until we get but, to but i'm honest
1: theory. i i'm curious to see what happens to joshua because mm-hmm. we've only seen him like pre-time skip because definitely there is a time skip in this yes, game
0: yes yeah yeah because they showed they showed it in the first trailer mm-hmm. um they showed the time skip of the first trailer, but yeah we've only seen him. um hopefully you know the phoenix doesn't take over um <laughs>
1: Who knows? We'll find who out knows? soon. Who knows? But apparently, Clive is a child of fate. So, who the heck knows? Uh,
0: you know, I think he's, I think it's just because he's like probably going to be the only, it's kind of like Avatar. Like, he's the only one who can control like different portions so, of all of the So Essentially, like icons. Noctis. Yes. Yeah. Which is
1: like essentially almost like a homage to Final Fantasy XV. Yeah. It's like you see like little bits and pieces. Where they're like, oh, the crystals. Yes, I think Final Fantasy one through five, they were heavily based on the crystals, right?
0: Yes, yeah.
1: It was a lot of story the about the crystals and, and yeah. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then I think like Child of Fate, instead of like being Warrior of Light, is Child of Fate. Granted, Child of Fate, you can like link it with some other things here and there too. So I think it'll be interesting to see what type of game sixteen shapes up to be in the end as an end product. Yeah. But so far what I am seeing, I am very hopeful I will enjoy it.
0: Yeah. And I think I think I think we both will. I think we're mm. both gonna love it, honestly. I, I we'll feel like even
1: if we don't like the story, we'll enjoy the combat and the music.
0: Yeah, But I feel like the story
1: themselves, they're shaping up to be good. The characters, I'm like, I'm intrigued. Yeah. So I think we'll just wait and see.
0: (sighs) We've only, (laughs) we've got a year to wait. (laughs) In the meantime, we'll be playing Pokemon. We'll (laughs) be playing
1: Pokemon. So
0: thank you so much, Christy.
1: Anytime. It has been
0: wonderful. You have to come back on the podcast. Um, it has been such a great time just talking to you. I always love talking to you. Thank you. thank you, thank it, you so It's much. also
1: the famous face reveal that it Brandon is. and Gabe. They've always been like, it the is. face reveal.
0: It is, because you haven't been on camera for the podcast ever, right? No. Well,
1: oh my god never ever
0: now everyone gets to see how beautiful you are thank you so so much thank you thank you thank you for coming on to talk to me about the state of play as well as the playstation trailer and of course a little bit of a dive into final fantasy 16 thank you everyone for listening um and with that i think that's everything so good night everybody Bye. Bye. bye